Are we ready to open next month? I think so. You think so? Well, it's complicated. Fire protection, first aid supplies, uniforms, safety training, mat services. Oh, and restroom supplies. So uncomplicated. Call Sent Us. They'll handle all of it. Wow. One company can handle all that? That's not very complicated. So, you'll be ready? Oh, we'll be ready. Oh, I'm ready! Learn how CentOS can help you get ready for the workday. Visit CentOS.com. All right, welcome to Game Day Edition of Locked On Giants. I'm your host, Art Stapleton of The Record. And with me, my special guest, you know, I was trying to figure it out. I think we've been friends since... 1997, that sound about right? 97, yeah. 98. The voice of uh, NFL football on Fox. <laughs> That's how we refer to you in North Jersey, just so you know. <laughs> Kevin Burkhart, Kevin and John Lynch are here with Pam Oliver to call today's Giants-Bears game. KB, good how be, you be? Good to be back, buddy. Good to see you. Uh, always good to be back in the old hood. Uh, it's not the GHT game of the week, but you know it's no. uh, it's close. It's okay. So it's it, no, it's fun to be back, man. It's cold, by the way. We've covered uh, we've covered enough games in the stadium together. At yeah. least, you know, or at least the old stadium too. Giant Stadium covered high school football. Right. Um, just just curious. I mean, you you've had an eventful uh, month and a half. We all watched you in the uh, run to the World Series. An incredible. How do you go from the high of the Cubs? to today and the two and seven bears it's kind of the two sides of the uh chicago sports coin <laughs> yeah well you know what this, this, these sundays are always a high for me because i mean obviously the world series is great it was special i mean you'd have something that hasn't happened in 108 years it's obviously a pretty big deal um and being a regularly for the world series is just something i'll never forget but like every sunday every sunday is that high for for me because you know our crew is like the same way we all love football we all love being here so it really doesn't matter who the teams are i mean i all we root for honestly are good games so you know it doesn't matter if the team's 0 and 10 as long as we hopefully get a good game like in front of us that day that's what we really care about so um, you know, and I think today the great equalizer is the wind. You know, yep. you got two teams that love to throw the ball over the yard, especially the Giants. Well, now you're talking, you know, they said it could be winds. Of, you know, who knows if it happens, but they said it could be winds of 30 miles an hour. It was windy outside the stadium. I'm looking at the flags now. They're not even moving inside. So that will be something to watch today. But, I mean, I, you know, I just I love football, man, so this is easy. I was reminiscing with some of the guys on your crew here as you were trying to get set up. And it hit me and struck me the last time I was in the booth, and I am in the broadcast booth with you right now. When you came back, it was Giants-Atlanta, and it was the first game of Odell Beckham Jr.'s career here. So you and John called Odell's first game, and now it's 36 games into his career. You called his first touchdown, and he's had 30 since. Um, your, Your take on it, I know, I mean, you were kind of on the baseball trail when all the the drama and the antics were happening with Odell. <clears throat> From a broad broadcaster's perspective, we know the camera is always on there. Are you, as a play-by-play guy, always aware of where Odell is at, at all times? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think you have to for the most part. You know, I, I generally when I'm looking, I mean, I'm looking at a lot. You know, you know, after the play, I'm always looking at John because we kind of talk and we have a conversation. I'm looking at our monitors. I'm looking at my stack guy, my spotter. So I'm kind of my head's kind of on a swivel. But of course, I'm always looking at the field. And generally, every play, if I can, I try to at least pinpoint 
where the what what side of the field the receivers are because like certain play, like here we have a great vantage point here and they're all great vantage points but some are a little higher than others or some uniforms are a little harder to see so <clears throat> you know if I can see that Odell is for example far side of the field if there is a quick hitter like a, a three step drop and out if I don't even have a chance to see that it's him. I know that that's his side of the field, so I know yeah. it's him, that type of thing. Um, but, yeah, we're always looking. Now, you know, a lot of times we'll highlight, you know, we'll look at who's on them, what kind of covers they're playing. You know, the Bears don't have that that marquee Norman-type guy in the secondary right. where we're going to be highlighting it all day long. Um, I think the, the unique thing about him is that, you know, there's been some great guys. I mean, we, we've done a lot of Julio Jones' games, too, and he's just special. I mean, I, I, I would pay to watch him play. So, um, And Beckham's the same way. I think the cool thing about him is that so many of his so many of his touchdowns are short passes where he obviously has the ability to go deep, but he, he has so many short passes that he outraces people and makes great moves. I think that's kind of the fun thing for him is he can turn the seven-yard pass into a 70-yard pass. And I don't know that there are a ton of guys in the league that can do that today. Does that kind of raise the excitement as a play-by-play guy when, you know, it's one thing, like you said, you know, you the, everybody talks about Beckham and the catch, you know, two years ago. But that was a deep pass. You didn't know if it was completed, that kind of thing. But as a play-by-play guy, you're watching the play as it's happening. You could almost ramp up the excitement as it's going. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I always just kind of, you know, the one thing is, I mean, now, you know, now I've been doing this for a decent amount of time, I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, the, you know, when you're doing this, you're not a fan, right? You know, the fan kind of takes a back seat. But I think the one thing for me, at least personally, is that when I call the games, I still am a, a football fan. So I get excited when, when things happen, you know? So I think that's kind of how I call the game. I don't try to be any different with that. You know, if something big happens or if somebody makes a great play or if it's a big, important play, I naturally get excited. I don't fake that. It's just like I'm, I'm excited watching it, so it just kind of comes out. So, yeah, Beckham catches the ball, and all of a sudden he – you could see him starting to turn on the Jets, and he's starting to sprint by a guy. I get juiced because it's like it's you know it's fun watching it, and then being the guy to kind of convey that to the millions of people watching is pretty cool. So I it's I naturally get excited. It doesn't take much for me. <laughs> is it hard to make the transition that you've made the last couple of weeks? I mean, you go right from the the high of that World Series, the idea of being right in the middle of it, to then you go back to the NFL. So it was NFL, then baseball, then back again. How do you? How do you ride that that wave? Yeah, I think you just, you know, while I was doing baseball, I mean, you're, you're so focused on that, but you still, you know, I'm still paying attention to football, and I watch as much as I could. Um, so it wasn't like I just disappeared from football for a month. I was still pretty much in it. Uh, you know, the, the tricky thing is, did a game, what, three days after the World Series? So you go from being just fully immersed to baseball mode and, you know, coming home and getting, you know, on an hour of sleep, flying home, uh, whatever that was, Thursday morning, uh, and then you got a game Sunday, and that was like, oof, boy, okay. Because, you know, takes a, there's a lot of prep that goes in during the week to get to Sunday. So that first week was just a matter of getting the prep done and getting like all that, getting your mind back in. And once I got to the game on Sunday, it was fine. Like, I was like, okay, back in football mode, and like, here we go. So um, I think it's just more of what your folk, you know, your, your brain can only handle so much. Right. And I know it's like, hey, well, what are you talking about? People watch all four sports. Of course, I watch all sports. It's right. different to watch than to be an expert on so I was watching the NFL and I was reading and keeping up but then you got to be an expert on the two teams in two and a half days so right. you know that's that's that takes some time you know, you know how it is Art. I mean you, you've been covering the Giants all year you know everything is about them so I can't just come in here and not know what happened in week one I have to know everything that happened the entire year with both these teams 
It's a lot. So, yeah. you know, it takes a little time to go through it. And because, you know, uh, fans that are watching both teams do know. So if I don't, I'm an idiot. So that's, it's just more time. It's not than anything else. I mean, the mindset getting into it. Once the game's here, it's, it's fun. Now, I know I talked to you in the beginning, you know, the open of this, just the idea of how special it is for you to come back to New Jersey. Do you have moments now? I mean, you've been doing this a while. Now you're a professional. You, you know, this isn't a necessarily a pinch yourself moment i mean you're here to do a job that kind of thing but you know you think about the people that you've worked with here at fox and then really especially you know i've talked to you about it at the world series you're sitting on the same set as alex rodriguez and pete rose and frank thomas you're here now it's you and john lynch right um you know do you still have those moments when you come back or can you not think about that and you, you kind of feel like you you know you belong here yeah i don't have the moments while i'm working i have the moments like when i'm home you know because like it's it's uh you know like for here i mean i'm so fortunate to work with john i mean he's one of the greatest players to ever play you know you don't know it being next to him because he's one of the most humble people i've ever met um but you know you know when i'm working next to him i don't think of him as that i think of him as uh, my partner yeah. you know when i go home do i uh, you know there's times that i certainly think of how lucky i am and how cool it is because i used to watch him um oh all the time you know same thing with with baseball the world series like while i'm on the set with those guys i'm just like one i feel like i'm one of the guys but you know when i'm home i'm like did i really just you know do a show with like three of the most iconic players ever play i guess i did right you know i so you know i i um i think you just kind of have to put yourself in the moment I, I you know I think you just at that moment no matter no matter what your credentials are I didn't get a single hit in major leagues but I'm their partner for that moment you know I didn't I, I you know I'm not going to be uh, hopefully a finalist for a Hall of Fame right. <laughs> like John should be again this year and he should get in but um, I'm his partner today so that's that's how you look at it I think what uh what are you most excited about today's game I mean, obviously, you come in, Giants on a roll, yeah. Bears struggling. What are you most excited to see? Well, I think there's two things. I think, you know, the Bears have obviously had a rough year, and they come off a game where they were just brutal. I mean, just awful against Tampa. I think for the Bears, their running back that no one knows about, Jordan Howard, unless you're in Chicago, is really good. I mean, really good. Uh, they didn't. The Bears didn't even expect him to be good. You know, they thought that Langford was going to be their guy, and he got hurt earlier in the year. Um, and then this kid took over, and... He, he is phenomenal. I mean, he's strong. He breaks tackles. He's kind of a north-south runner, but, I, I mean, I think he's a star. Um, so, you know, I don't think a lot of people know about him. When you talk about rookie running backs, you hear about Elliott, rightfully so. This guy can play. Um, that's for Chicago. For the Giants, I just think, you know what, it, it, I mean, it's cool to see them back. And look, I grew up here, so I have so many family. My whole family is Giants fans. Yep. A ton of my friends are Giants fans. So, it, you know what, it's cool for me to do the game that they're watching. I mean, I love that. And for them, you know, look, they're six and three. They've got a chance to really go eight and three with the Bears and Browns. They've got a chance to put them in a real, I think, look, they've been winning all these games very close margins. So, you know, there's still not, I'm not, I'm not thinking that the Giants are, you know, right now, one of the best teams yet. The NFL is a lot of parody, but I think what you forget is they beat Dallas earlier this year. They're right there in this NFC and they play them again. So I think if they can win the next two games, they're eight and three and they're right on Dallas's heels. Uh, and then I don't remember if they played Dallas right after Pittsburgh, that Browns game. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. And, then, and then Dallas. So this NFC East is up for the taking. So, you know, I, I think for the Giants, I'd like to see them come out and play well today, you know, and, and win by a couple touchdowns because they should against this team. This is going to be a, a great chance to watch the defensive front of the Giants. Uh, you know, they've taken some hits because they don't have the sacks 
But during this four-game winning streak, 10, 10 sacks, seven interceptions mm. for this defense. Uh, all the attention goes to Olivier Vernon and JPP on how good they are or supposed to be as pass rushers. Yeah. Don't forget about the inside guys. Yeah. You guys are going to love watching Snacks Harrison today. Uh, so against that run, especially with the banged-up Bears interior line, Snacks and Jonathan Hankins are, are two guys that are no slouches. Yeah, I mean, they haven't allowed a 100-yard rusher all year. Um, and I, I don't think close. I think 86 yards was the most they allowed to uh, yeah. McKinnon on Minnesota. So um, I, I I like their line. I think it's good. Honestly, I'm surprised that they're as low in sacks as they are because yep. when I've watched them play, and I've watched a decent amount of their games now, they they get pressure. They just don't get the sack. You know, they're getting. And I think that coincides though. Even though Snacks is great, they've had you know Hankins has been good uh, in the middle too. I think Vernon healthy is the key because now you're seeing he's healthier. They're moving him inside. He's been a force on the outside, and he's a, he was a beast with Miami. I mean, he was constant pressure, great against the run. Uh, so I think they're going to get sacks. I think they've come more, as you said, the last four games. I think they're going to come even more because I really like what, I, what I'm seeing overall from the front four. Well, I really appreciate you giving me some time. The last thing I'll leave you with is you guys got a chance to spend some time with Landon Collins. Yeah. Uh, Landon has certainly – burst on the scene for a lot of people uh, league-wide. Just curious your impressions on how he's playing, and I don't know if you've gotten a chance to talk to John about his impressions on Landon yet. But. Yeah, John loves him. Uh, you know, we talked to him the other day, and John, you know, I, I all my opinions I always go to John. I'm like, hey, John, right. I think this, but, you know, I'm, I mean, what am I? I'm, I'm a fan. So, so am I right or wrong? So I always bounce it off of him to, to see, like, where I'm at. Um, no, he loves Collins. He loves what he's done. Uh, he's a huge fan of the way he's playing. Uh, I asked him when we talked to him, I said, hey, you know, the thing to me is, you know, I know you got these interceptions now and you got the sacks now, but it looks like when you're picking the ball, like you are looking to score. You know, some guys get the interception great. Like you look to me like Dion used to look. Like forget the pick, I want to score. And he started laughing. He's like, No, I, I, that's true. Like I, I, I don't want the pick. I want the touchdown. So I think that's the cool thing is you're looking at a guy that's kind of developing into a premier playmaker. You know, uh, in front of our eyes. It's a real, you know, he was real nice, uh, quiet kid, humble guy. And, you know, after he's like, that's John Lynch. That, that's John. I was like, that's, yes, that is that is John Lynch, you know. So Pam Pam Oliver was like, hey, go Google some of his highlights. He's like, oh, I know, I know, you know. So um, He's a big Sean Taylor guy. Uh, yes, that's why he wears the number, right? Yep, he got that number. Actually, uh, Dominique Rogers Camardi was 21 when Landon Collins came in as a rookie. And when Landon Collins oh, told him right, how big right. of a fan he was of Sean Taylor, DRC took it off his back that's and gave cool. it to him, didn't charge him a dime. That's so. cool pretty interesting. Artie, it's always good to see you, my friend. Kev, awesome. Have a great a great broadcast today. Hopefully we get a great game, and I'll see you soon. All right. Talk to you as, uh, soon as always. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.